0: What is going on, everybody? It's Arms we see back in for another episode of FUT Live, and today it's just Felix and I, as Joe is an old man. No, uh, he's been working hard, so give him give him some time off, uh, and it's just going to be the two of us. But the big announcement today, um, as there's no content in FIFA itself, um, EA has given us nothing to do during this quarantine after FUT birthday. Um, we, as a podcast, we kind of hinted at it last podcast, but we have put together... A tournament uh for the podcast it's it, it's a fun little tournament with elite one top 100 roughly players uh some people that have done maybe events for pros qualifiers um and we put that together it's gonna be running this saturday 3 p.m uk which is 10 a.m eastern standard time um and then you can fi- after those two times if you can't figure out your time please just google it uh oh, i, I, I just wish just i could memorize google, all anyway. of, yeah i wish i could memorize all the time zones but uh yeah so that'll be running as sixteen players. at um, Felix is taking part of it. He's representing the podcast. Um, it is EU in his Xbox only. Don't, don't um, put that kind of pressure on me, man. Well, I mean, you're getting first-rounded either way, but like, <laughs> at, you're, you're the only one of us playing, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll be running that, so hopefully you guys do tune in. It'll be on uh, my Twitch, which is down in below, um, and, uh, and all the competitors will also be streaming their games as well. So Felix will obviously be streaming his games. So if there's a specific um, team that, or a player that you want to watch, see how they play, obviously they'll all be streaming as well. Um, but we're going to probably do a featured game every round and try to stream it on there. Um, and yeah, I think Felix kind of came up with the rules and and just kind of ran it by us because he's played at the qualifiers, so he knows how, well, EA-run events... <laughs> well, not EA-run, but like semi-EA-run events are. So we picked the good and the bad from there and try to fix it and, and make a fun rule set. So Felix, you want to take it away with some of the fun rules?
1: Um, yeah, basically, I just
0: kind of
1: most of what the qualifiers do in terms of how the tournament is set up uh, and played. We're going with two-legged matchups, so um, you're playing two games and then tally up the scores, and whoever wins on aggregate goes through to the next round. Basically, it is played via the friendly competition game mode that you get access to when you're verified. Um, Since there is players involved in the tournament that aren't verified yet, this FIFA, they don't have access to that game mode. Um, They just play regular friendlies, Uh, calculate the scores and if it's a draw on aggregate then normally we would go to extra time and penalties Um, if two non-verified players match up they would just play a third game to golden goal but the good thing about this is if you if you're not verified and don't have access to this game mode a verified player can invite you to it and host it and he can also decide who has kickoff so like if he's home first uh, leg he's gonna have kickoff first and for the second leg he's gonna give you the first kickoff and all that stuff so that's pretty nice Um, so we're doing that um, it's pretty much the most important bit about the the tournament setup as well, isn't it? Um,
0: yeah, I think from a setup. Uh, yeah, I think the big piece on that, too. Something I learned um, from doing this and have, talking to you is the competitive servers versus the regular, obviously player friend servers. Um, I, I, I obviously I'm not a verified player. I don't know how they work. Um, oh yeah, yeah. you
1: can you can choose if you uh, in in this game mode if you play direct which would be peer-to-peer connection, or you can play on the special tournament servers, which most people decide against most of the time because they're not very good um, from our experience. They're not terrible. They're just not good. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to be playing peer-to-peer because I'm on the good internet when I'm playing and wired and all that stuff. So it should be alright. And that is also why um, we obviously this.
0: have have narrowed this down to Xbox only and EU only. Um, obviously we wanted to, we knew Felix wanted to play um, so that kind of narrowed down for us but the connection's already bad enough uh, peer-to-peer at times and, and using FIFA servers as the, the middleman essentially um, that we did not want to bring NA into this or um, SA for that uh, matter or I guess Oceanic is the other one. So we weren't going to try to go across servers there so we this will be the first one. Hopefully, it does well, and we can maybe do an NA version. Uh, maybe it runs a little bit later at uh, night for NA. Uh, maybe we—I don't think we'll ever do an oceanic one because that would make no sense for a podcast of people in EU and NA to do an oceanic one and just be like commentating at like one a.m. Uh, but hopefully, it does go well, and that—that—that—that's a good part. Uh, I think the best part of what we're trying to do here and what Felix had kind of come up with the rules is kind of some of the settings for not necessarily team. But uh, your custom tactics settings, uh, if you want to go over that as well, something just just to change it up, because obviously the tournaments more for fun uh, to start with here.
1: As yeah, as the th- first one. this is obviously something that is not part in the qualifiers, where pretty much every kind of playstyle and stuff is allowed, as long as it's within the rules and not abusing any flat-out glitches and all that stuff. But um, we've decided to not allow the custom tactic drop back. Not allow the instruction. Come back on defence on any players, and we are also not allowing overload ball side to be activated. Just because it's more fun when these things are not a thing. We all know it from champs arrivals and stuff. We all get triggered at those people who just sit back with eleven men in their bench in, inside the box. It's just annoying as hell. It's frustrating. It's not fun, and even less so when your opponent is actually a, a competent player. We want to encourage attacking football, and you. Know, have a bit of fun with this tournament, so we decided to to not allow these these kind of tactical setups. So, uh, yep. yeah.
0: And I think, I think it's going to be fun. Uh, as I said, I'm going to be trying to commentate over it, and I believe Joey's going to be on it as well. Um, hopefully a schedule allowed. Obviously, he did have a kid not too long ago, so if he ever needs to pop off, um, we obviously have that. And once Felix gets first-rounded anyways, he can join me um, on the call. Um, but, yeah, no, and that was, that was the best part for me, because I think it's going to be... Uh, when I watch, I've obviously watched some of the tournaments this year and and it's repetitive it's boring it's not necessarily it's the drop back or whatever but it is a defensive minded because there's money on the line um it's a it's a legit tournament so they're not going to have these interesting rules and necessarily it's going to be more of a strict rule set um so it hasn't been visually appealing um to a viewer and i think the cool part about pros is some of the stuff they can do with like being in uh, their attacking play like one of the most fun players to watch i think was prime gorilla uh, his 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 attacking play was was unmatched at the time, and it was so much that was like why I was watching tournaments just to see how he played. Um, so I think we can I think a lot of the pros will be able to recreate that when they're trying when they're basically forced not to play a certain play style, essentially. That's also
1: part of the reason why we're asking players to stream their games because that way we can basically check if they're sticking to the rules as well. Not that I'm expecting anyone to cheat or accusing anyone of being a cheater or something. It's just, you know, that little extra kind of thing trying to prevent that from happening. And and we you have know, we ha-
0: they have have not- they at least one person has to stream the game just, just so we can restream it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, being this is during quarantine, stuff like that. It's also an, the, the reason kind of the tournament came about, too, is trying to provide some entertainment during quarantine.
1: Yeah, this um, is and, the, entertainment and we're in quarantine, so we
0: can't do like a LAN event. Um, so we're going to have to have people stream the game so we can watch it and then we can broadcast it and announce over it. Um, so that's also another reason for the streaming. But there are also some squad restrictions as well. Um, I can go over this part a little bit, but it's just it, I think this is taken from qualifiers as well, last time you played as there, well.
1: There is a, a tiny few little differences in, in the qualifiers, but the, the, the essence is the same. I don't even know what the differences are, to be honest. I just know that there is something that is a little bit different.
0: Yeah, so the maximum squad rating has to be 86 or below. Um, well, maximum squad rating of 86. Um, however, you can't bronze bench to get that. Bronze bench to get that. You have to have at least 75 rateds on the bench, which some of the the players have already started submitting their clubs. And I was looking at them, um, and the teams are gonna use. And a lot of people are taking advantage of the 75s and maxing that out actually on the bench, not having subs. So that'd be fun to see. Um, one of the other things though with subs is that. You cannot make a substitution before halftime, so you can't just stick in a 75 in your starting lineup, bring the rating down, and then sub them off at kickoff, essentially, is what we're going for there. Um, We wanted people to be, like, intelligent with the squad building, because that's, for me, another thing when I watch tournaments, is the pro tournaments are, I'd say, 85 to 90% the same players on the pitch. Um, If you take, like, the 22 players on the pitch, essentially... Every game is like 80% the same. There's Some people have some varying cards, um, but for the most part, it's a lot of the same players and a lot of the same subs. So forcing ratings and forcing substitutions to be different, you actually are going to get some creative squads in. I've already already noticed a reoccurring theme with some of the players. Obviously, you're going to get that. Um, There is your meta players. But the teams actually do look pretty fun and pretty different. Um, So that's going to be really fun to commentate over on that side. And then with, again, creating different teams, only three icons. Um, In your squad, including the bench, so you can have an icon on the bench as well if you wanted. Um, But only three total across your starting eleven in the bench. So again, that's going to create more variance in terms of squad building, and you have to kind of tricky with it if you want to fit in that Saint Maxim. Saint Maxim, and like I know Felix does, you kind of have to either have Prem or French around him. You can't have like just you can't just stick like a Vieira, or you could, but you wouldn't have maybe another icon spot there um, if you want that strong link from an icon. So it's going to create some more fun in terms of the squad building, which for me is something very interesting, and that's something. I wanted to commentate on as well. Yeah, but there we, is some common themes. To, yeah,
1: we tried to eliminate a little bit the pay-to-win factor as well, um, as far as that's possible. There's still going to be massive differences between an 86-rated squad and an 86-rated squad, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I think it makes it a little bit fairer for everyone. Um, compared to if we just went in there without any squad restrictions, because then like I'm massively pay-to-win. I'll miss it. Um. It'd be a bit idiotic if I came at people with six team of the years in a tournament that is somewhat competitive for fun as well, but somewhat competitive and others would rock their rotor glory squad. And it's just not really fair. So we decided to put these restrictions in Um basically directly from the qualifiers. I remember what the difference was, by the way. The difference is you can make subs before half time in the qualifiers, but your maximum rate. Rating on the bench is limited as well to I believe eighty four or eighty six or something, so you can't have anyone higher rated than that.
0: Yeah, just like, st- like a seventy five in on your starting lineup, and then bring on ninety nine Ronaldo essentially.
1: Yeah, yeah. But well, while
0: we have the poss-
1: possibility to do that, technically you could stick ninety nine Ronaldo on the bench and then sub the seventy five rated off, but you can't do it before halftime, so that's kind of eliminated as well. But it gives people. The freedom to have someone like Foot Birthday Lozano, for example, as a super sub who's 87 rated, yeah. for example. Yeah, so you, that, that's kind and of And I, I, I did see a few them, teams
0: so. taking advantage of the super sub. I know someone's got the um, Adama Traore, um, which is we obviously know is a beast, especially coming on late in games, could definitely save. It's the 85, so it's not like a crazy high rating. But it, it, it's it's a sub, and I see um, a team that actually has two super subs as Storyline Awar, which is a really good midfield sub. Yeah, he's, um, he's a good card to be fair. Start. I think because he's starting Renato Sanchez-Futmus, which is a super low-rated card, but one that's probably pretty quality for a first half, can bring in that war card, messes with the rating there. Um, and then obviously I think we're going to see uh, – there's only one team that I've seen so far, but I bet you we see that Kent a few times as well. Oh, yeah. As a low, pretty low-rated super yeah. sub
1: everyone's favorite super sub except christian because he didn't do the SBC.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of teams though, as i'm kind of going through some of the teams in there do you want to break down your uh team i actually have it up on stream um so obviously we do stream the podcast live hence the name um so if you want to check that out links will be down in the description below for that but uh, i actually have the team up uh there so if you want to break that down i'm, I'm looking at it as well
1: um how do i break this down i mean it, Hmm. i'll start maybe from you got... of the you pick some
0: well i get, i see where your low raiders are and it makes sense to me but maybe you want yeah, to explain, I'll, maybe I'll, why, I'll,
1: explain I'll just go through the players i have and then explain some of the decisions i made um in terms of that so i went with the SBC nick pope in goal um reason being he's absolutely massive and with a basic camp style gets really nice stats good keeper i think and he's got five star skills um i've already successfully skinned someone with a rainbow flick with him um might not try that in the tournament because <laughs> i don't know i i feel like i might get punished for it um yeah then i've got as my center backs baby rio ferdinand and road to the final edda militao um i dropped van dyke from my main team just because I, I want basically my firepower to be an attack since this is an attack based kind of setup more or less with these rules Um, so i went with militao who is a fantastic card anyway um, I've got regular Mendy and regular Cancelo in the fullback positions, and I'll get to that in a second. Um, then I have Ruud Hullitz middle card, and team of the year, Kante, playing my centre mids, or CDMs. And my attack is pretty much this... Well, the midfield in attack, actually, is, except for one player, is the same as my main team. And then my my front four is going to be Neymar, regular, Mbappe, regular, saint Maximan's foot birthday card, and Cristiano Ronaldo, team of the year. Um... All 75 rated on the bench, by the way. But you will see that I put three players on the bench that are 75 rated and have penalty stats in their 80s just in case it goes to pens. I'll sub these three on in the 120th for whoever's the shittest penalty taker in the regular team and uh, hope it goes well. But that that is, that is unlikely that is going to happen, but, you know, just in case. Um, otherwise, I, I literally cannot make subs because they're all garbage. But yeah, I went for the lower rated players in the full back positions cuz that just tends to be the least influential position on the on the pitch in terms of outfield players just because of the way they get involved you know mendy and Cancelo, you're going to be able to mark the run down the wing with them they're capable of of running they've got the pace mendy is a bit of a liability on the ball I'm not going to lie I'm not the biggest fan of of his dribbling and all that stuff and I do like to use my full backs in attack but uh, yeah I've I've played Almost a thousand games with that Cancelo until I got his foot birthday card. So he's still going to be, he's still going to be good. I trust him. I trust this team. I'm happy with it. I played a few practice games and it's really nice. Um, I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, and uh, obviously no team of the year Mané, for me. Who's in my main team? Um, I'm using that Saint Maximan card and I, I enjoy him a lot, man. He's good. He feels rapid. He's so fast. So just, day, sometimes, yeah. it it, sometimes it takes it. Sometimes he takes it a few. Big touches like a little bit weird when he's got the ball when he's dribbling and stuff sometimes he just feels a little bit strange but generally I I enjoy that card a lot yeah I like this team man I'm, I'm confident
0: with this team yeah it's all in that so that's the one change I was going to ask you but you kind of said it there it was Mane for Saint-Maxim do you think Saint-Maxim can earn a spot or is Mane just that much levels of better better than this card and also obviously going in with the fact that you're a Newcastle fan
1: um I think I'll stick to Mane to be honest because he's just a better card I love the five star mm-hmm. five star on Saint-Maxim but the from what I've experienced so far with these cards, um I've played that Saint Maximan for ten games last weekend as well. They changed it up a bit, played four four two and stuff because I was annoyed and didn't do too well. Um I, I like Manet's overall feel better than St. Maximan's. Which cleaner right. overall, yeah. I think.
0: I mean it obviously is better like just a better card, but I didn't know if it was close enough to where you didn't really care. Um, or, but now I'm guessing you have enough coins to have St. Maxim on the bench, or did you sell Mane?
1: Um, I didn't sell anyone. Okay, I'd, so well, you have enough coins I, to
0: just a sub if you wanted?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna sell him after the tournament, to be honest, because yeah. I don't think I want a sub that's worth 1.3 million as a tradable. No, yeah, rather. so if you want, if, if, if you're I'm putting him as
0: a sub as 1.3 million, I'll just take that off your hands. <laughs> i'll just take the 1.3 um but yeah no it's a very solid team obviously i mean that that midfield of of mid hole and team of the arcante is just gonna be annoying yeah, well, especially for to people be... that maybe have lowered their attacks a little bit i wanted to be solid down the center um
1: mainly because that's where the goal is um even though i did decide to downgrade on van dyke and get the military in he's still an insane card um Which, he's good for manual defenders especially because he's just, he's fast, he's agile and all that stuff. You can manoeuvre him really well. Mm. And uh, pretty much the same attack as my main team because I want my best players in attack because that's where I'm having fun. That's where I need the good players to be able to score goals against the good defenders. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping I can hold my own in defence since I try to defend manually. The better players might help me a little bit. But, end of the day, I'll value attack over defence.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm trying to look at some of these other teams, see if anything, but it sticks out. Maybe some something I you maybe haven't seen before. Um, I bet you a lot of people use the Futtmas Mendy if they have him as well, if they have the rating. I could um, use him if
1: I used the nipple in it, I believe. But uh, I just, just like regular 82? Yeah, I don't trust the nipple.
0: No, yeah, I, really I see. Like. I I see. Uh, DS has gone one step further. Has almost the same backline as you, but has uh Samato um as instead of Cancelo, which is two yeah. ratings lower um uh, and then just has the regular militao in in the nipple actually so he has gone all out into attack has team of the year Messi, uh 96 r9 90 hole it t, Hullet, I know, I t- uh, player of the month neymar and uh the 94 mbappe so he's gone all out in attack
1: yeah, yeah, he's balls to wall attack. I rate it. Um, yeah, that'd I wouldn't be feel a fun confident with that Millet. Like, Millet's how is still good, but I wouldn't feel confident with him at the back and the nipple. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really trust, but you know, it's his decision. If he's mm-hmm. that conf- uh, competent and confident in defense, then why not? Why not put all your. I feel like we're going to see, see a lot of Ben
0: Yedder. I see a few actually already. Yeah. Um. Anybody that has like some of his maybe special cards, like the player of the month or something like that, probably is going to use him because uh, he's just a beast for a, a relatively. He gives you a lot of what a. Still a lot of good attackers give you, but for a lot lower rating. Um, yeah, there's some fun teams. I'm excited to see, because there's actually a couple teams that are just, like, way, way, way different, and some people have prioritized defense still, maybe because it is attacking a tournament. They, Because you can't custom tactic your way to uh, strong defense, you kind of have to have maybe the good players, so maybe that's what people are thinking. Because I see one with um, Baby Rio still, but the the player moments, Ramos, 88 Lala, and the Futmus Mendy too, so kind of really gone... More low-rated in the midfield. Yeah, I say that. And they have uh, shapeshifters Marcelo, and Funt Mississoko, So still two strong midfielders. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of play. Uh, I just already not everyone submitted their team um, because it, the tournament's not until Saturday. I don't really care if, as long as they submit before. So I have something to talk about with teams. Um, it's going to be really fun to see some of them. Um, I'm looking forward to it as well. So yeah, like I said, it's 3 p.m. UK is the start. Uh, the games will pretty much start right then. We might do like maybe a a slight intro, just saying hello to the tournament, like saying everyone watching, watch and let people come in, trickle in, and then get started because it's going to be a long one. It's 16, like you said, double double leg or two leg uh, fair. So it's going to be a quite a long one, and we'll try to we'll try to change up and not watch the same person over and over again, um, as tempting as it will be to watch some of the there's some really top top players in there. We we try to stay away from maybe signed players. Uh, I think we talked about this last week with the Fudhead turny turnies. We're big fans of those as well. Um, the the Tuesday night tourneys. And they, they incorporate a lot of the pro players. So we wanted to maybe give exposure. Um some of the players I know, like you said, you had mentioned Christian earlier. Um, he's a younger player that took some time off, uh, but is is a top player in prior years. Uh and, and this could be what he needs to maybe get the push to go back in pro like level and you know what I mean? Some stuff yeah. like that.
1: The funny thing with Christian is, as well, he's not going to be able to compete in the next FIFA either because his birthday is two weeks too late.
0: Oh, I'm afraid turns... you can't actually be in the pro until you're 16,
1: right? It's so dumb, man. It's so dumb. He turned 16 two weeks after the deadline, basically.
0: It's I get a... legality reasons why they have that as a setting because it's it's probably a lot of red tape, especially with the traveling um, to co- different countries and different countries having different roles yeah. and stuff like that. But it is unfortunate, especially with video games being... um. Not necessarily younger is better, but like reaction-based, and obviously that goes down over time. It's the same with any sport, really. Um, in in terms of you obviously decline as you get older.
1: Yeah, I think they could change this rule. Um, and go from having it that you have to turn sixteen before the registration deadline.
0: Yeah, um, yeah to, it could be it be to you have to be
1: sixteen by the time the tournament takes place, or something. I think that yeah. would be that'd be a bit well. It would be nicer for the players, I suppose, because there's more people that could get involved. But maybe it's just not possible for legal reasons. I don't know that. It's um, probably
0: just a lot. It's probably just harder, and they, and, and it's still. Yeah. Probably, I mean, we we say it all the time that the eSport of FIFA, um, is still in its infancy. Um, it's still relatively young, and compared to a lot of just the e- the longstanding esports like uh, Counter Strike or um, League of Legends and so on, and, and and that level. So it's still relatively new. So hopefully that does change up because. There is some. We have, I think, two fifteen-year-olds competing in this tournament. Yes. A um, couple of twenty-five-year-olds. Yeah, I'd say twenty-five seems to be the popular age. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully, maybe the younger guys—it's their time to like—they're—they're ter- going to turn sixteen. Christian, unfortunately, right after registration, but maybe um, right around next. And this is what they can push to to already get notice. Uh, a couple of younger players, like nineteen, a couple of players that have actually played in the ePrem um, qualifiers, which would be fun. Um have qualified it, for those a few that
1: actually um, got the spot for their team as well. Mm-hmm. My opponent, for example, I think he qualified for Arsenal. Yeah, and then so, uh, yeah, I I got pretty much the hardest draw I think possible. But you know, it is what it is. I'll I'll play the game. We'll we'll see how it goes. I I just hope it's going to be good fun, whether I win or lose. Just want to have a good game of FIFA, and then we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it as well, just from watching standpoint. As a, as a commentator, I'm hoping to um. Just see some different things. Like, I I haven't actually watched, like, the last two um, tournaments that happened before the quarantine happened, before they had to cancel the rest. Um, I don't know if you watched any of the tournaments today. I guess we can talk about that briefly. Um, Yesterday and today, they've been doing the stay-at-home cup with real, actual players uh, representing their clubs. I don't know if you've watched any of it, but it's been kind of interesting. I've not watched
1: any of it, but um, I'm a big fan of the concept.
0: Yeah, no, it's kind of an interesting concept, and so yeah, obviously, if you guys haven't uh, been aware, EA has been streaming the Stay at Home Cup the past two days, roughly. Uh, yeah, yesterday was just like the qualifiers, essentially, because there's a few clubs that had to play a play-in game um, to get in because they were lower ranked in UEFA standings. But basically, one player represents their club, and they do kickoff with their club. But obviously, it'd be super unfair to a team that maybe Liverpool is represent, which is Trent Alexander-Arnold, obviously. Uh, it'd be, he'd be have a really good team if he's playing uh Actually, one of the pros, Bronby, um, he's a good player, too. Um, obviously, his team, so they what they did is they balanced out, I think it's 85. So every player is 85, 85 across the above, board, yeah. which is really cool. Um, really cool uh, format. And they do keep their skill moves and weak foot, but honestly, the way FIFA works is, like, I feel like a lot of the ro- uh, low-rated players still kind of have the skill, uh, skill moves and weak foot for some players. <coughs> so it's really not much of an advantage, depending on what team you're on. So it's kind of a cool way to do it. And that Bronby pro, actually, I watched his first game, his qualifier, and he absolutely dominated um, his first point. He's like actually apparently like a really good player. And I know Trent plays Weekend League as well uh, quite a bit. Does he? I yeah, they were, they were talking about that. I was watching the broadcast for a little bit. You know, you've know, got to try to get those drops. There's a few
1: uh, actual pros that are insane at the game. I remember I played a, um what's his name, Terrier from Lyon, I believe it is. He's oh, incredible. Yes. Yeah, he got 30 you know that week he clapped me up man he was so good
0: yeah so trent plays quite a bit um and they were sharing a story i think it was mike he was there doing like a tournament old cup, like last year and it was uh trent played against moaba and didn't like he lost obviously but like was actually playing well and did actually getting some stuff to come off um so he's actually like a really good player and he has liverpool which i know they're 85 rated 80, but they still have some like good skill move, weak foot situations, and obviously Bobby with the 5-star, 4-star, I believe, and then Mane's 4-star, four 4-star, four I think. I
1: love the idea of the concept, like, that that you have all the players at the same ratings and stats. I just wish there was a few different variations, not just 85, but make a 75 mode, an 80, 85, 90, 95, for exactly. example. Uh, I think that would be cool as well.
0: Yeah, that would be kind of fun just to see, like, what the players can do with, like, a 90, like, 95 rated everyone in the squad, like... Try to think of it, but like just like a bad like a Braun B with 95 rated players or whatever. Because, like, obviously, we know FIFA, obviously, talking about in the podcast, I think we talked about it maybe last podcast, the uh, one before, but player structure is huge. So, like, maybe Bronby B has like those cool, like agile, small players or whatever, but you give them and but they're low rated, they're like 60s, 70s, uh, low 70s. And now you give them 95, and because they already have the right build, and now you given them the stats, they're actually incredible players or whatever. It would be funny, yeah, yeah.
1: I think I just but yeah, so if you watch
0: it. that, let us know how you think of it um, in the format, because it's kind of cool. Um and especially, it's always nice to see like the pro players getting involved, because they obviously have nothing to do right now either, because they can't train, they can't play. Um, they obviously train at home and do fitness, stuff like that, but they're not long sessions at like the facilities. So it's been cool to see that. I know um, EA is, not EA, uh, they're doing a Fortnite tournament too, and a lot of the MLS players are actually participating in that. So that'd be oh, fun to see. That. Yeah, that's fun. I, Mike, I like the Revolution are the most represented. They have four players playing in it.
1: the The only thing that is a little bit taking the piss is when EA keeps keeps tweeting how so to play and all that stuff when their servers have been down for an entire day.
0: That's true. Um, I was thinking more yeah. of I have notifications on for EA tweets and um, every single round, every single game they tweet out what the result was, or they retweet and then they retweet the club too. So I just get all of those and it's just been really annoying today.
1: It doesn't it doesn't uh bother me to be to be fair but i've not got the notifications onto them i just think is it is a little bit rubbing it in when the servers are down and you keep tweeting hashtag stay in play like yeah i'd love to but you know
0: yeah um, i love the retweets all so stay stay in and play warzone or stay in and play fortnite <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's
1: pretty funny man people are creative with these like whenever you go in into the replies under an EA tweet there is a lot of shit they get just flat out insults and all that stuff which we never like to see but some of these people get creative with the way they're they're kind
0: of taking the piss so that's that's quite funny I always enjoy those well another thing I was talking about actually is with on the topic of pro player or real life like I say real life but like the actual players playing the game is a lot of them have actually been streaming as well um and that's we got a leak today apparently from sergio aguero streaming and he he had, was quoted on stream i guess th- yeah, obviously it was in i'm guessing spanish um said something like i'm saving my fifa points or something like that or saving my coins because we're getting a promo tomorrow and that's he said this yesterday and we didn't get the promo we didn't well we didn't get a promo today at least uh a screen obviously promos start on fridays but we didn't at least usually they give the screen the day or two before uh we didn't get anything today so so, but real-life uh, pro, uh, real life players are, are streaming and, and leaking stuff for EA already, so that's fun. I do not even know,
1: like, there's a lot of players that are streaming. Um,
0: João Felix uh, has been streaming a lot. Yeah,
1: I've been talking to Mr. Dury, um, who is a FIFA coach as well, on a professional level. Like, he's been to events with pros and stuff, and um, a Belgian pro player messaged him on Instagram and asked him for help with his streaming setup and all that stuff, because he wanted to stream so uh, it's quite popular at the moment yeah
0: leno was actually like uh, the, i think it was like a joke at first like it was photoshop um leno was following one of the traders uh, i think it was jake maybe foot trader um and i think he put it as a meme but then leno actually follows him <laughs> and like actually likes his videos on on trading and stuff like that and has been trading himself
1: that's pretty sick to be fair
0: yeah so he just followed him on instagram and stuff like that um, and I was like, and at first, because I, I think he photoshopped something before and I was like, this is bait or whatever, it's not actually following him. But if you go to his account, you look up followers, you can see Burn Lendo follows him. <laughs> 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 so that's pretty, that's, that's kind of interesting. cool how many
1: of these, these uh, pros are actually involved.
0: Yeah, Xiao like, Velik's pack look is insane too. Is it? I believe he packs what, like what, a bunch what, of fuck is birthdays. he on Twitch or something. I don't know where he was streaming. I just, I've only seen people retweet it, but he like packs something crazy. Uh, I think it was like two foot birthdays in a pack or something like that. Fucking hell! But I think he's representing uh, Madrid as as well in in the EA Stay Home and Play tournament. Th- these are unpro- these are that like Top class FIFA players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Aspel Quaid has always been in the FIFA scene as well. Ah, uh, works with Spen- like he's worked a lot with Spencer FC.
1: I didn't even know that. To be <laughs> honest,
0: That's they're like friends now. Oh, is it? It's weird. Yeah, they're like, like he, uh, like he tweeted when, the, well, you know, Spen and Alex got back together. He like tweeted like, congrats or whatever with the the wedding or the uh, engagement. That's pretty sick. <laughs> like friends, like friends of the and he, uh, he, was, he did the hashtag did a pro clubs tournament as well, um, with uh, celebrities, pro players, content creators, mm-hmm. and then hashtag players. And see, uh, Aspel was on one of the teams as well. Oh, that's cool. I like yeah. that one. Like uh, Akin Fenwell was supposed to play, I think, as well.
1: It's, it's kind of a mix of making these these pro footballers because it's, it's such a bubble that they're in. It, it, for us that aren't really involved with pro football other than watching it, it, it kind of seems surreal, isn't it? And they, they kind of get a bit more, makes them more approachable, more likable. I think getting involved with the fans as well just makes them appear a little bit more normal, I think. I quite like that, to be honest.
0: Yeah, for us, it's a little different. Like, I, I'm i aside from over here, obviously, I've met a few players from the Revolution and obviously soccer. I'll even say soccer. There is is a lot smaller here compared to where it is in Europe, Um, because like for me, like approaching like a revolution player feels a lot different than approaching like an NBA player or an NHL player or something like that. Like a bigger sport here, Um, so they're way more approachable. But then you realize like that's probably every player. We just look at them as like a high level player, like a like a different pedestal. Like they're not even human almost to us, um, talking to them. But you realize they're kind of just the same. Like one thing. Sorry, I was dragging on. We have nothing to really talk about in the podcast, so we're kind of just like talking about what comes up, but I think it's kind of interesting. But I met the backup goalie. Well, he was a starter for a while, but now he's the backup for the Revolution. And when he was eight, I think like 1920 or whatever, when he had kind of started breaking out for the Rebs, uh, or it might have been a different team than the MLS. He was in the MLS, essentially. Uh, he started getting offers from Europe. Um, And then I think he must have been like twenty one, twenty two, because then his uh, wife got pregnant. And he's like, do I really want to move to like a different country? Um, right as like right as we have a kid and stuff like that. So he ended up elected to stay in the MLS and has made a whole career out of it by by staying in the MLS. And it's like that's like a normal person decision. <laughs> like it's it's just funny to see like that because like I know people do that all the time. They're like, uh, do I want to move jobs or something like that? And then once you kind of lock down the family, it's like, well, I don't really want to move jobs. I'll just stay here. And it's just kind of funny to see that you would never think like. Imagine, like, a bombing never came to Arsenal because, like, his, he had, like, a wife with a kid <laughs> and he just wanted to stay in, like, Germany and didn't want to move his whole family.
1: Interesting thought, to be fair. Yeah. For me, but... like, I don't know, it's, it's in that way not his home, like, where he's from. If he's in Dortmund or Arsenal, he's, I don't know, where he's grown up and, and where he's Yeah, from. that's a little
0: different, obviously.
1: But, you know, it, it, if I was in this situation and someone went to me and said, look... I'm paying you 10 times the amount. I'm, like, don't give a shit. I'm going there.
0: I think if maybe if we're talking the, like Tim Howard levels, if he was that good of a goalie, then he would have obviously considered. I think I said that to him. as was like, if you were starting for like a bigger squad, but I think it was like more like maybe a championship team uh, in England. I, it, was, it was definitely England. I just don't remember which level, if it was championship or league one, but we we're going to like offer him like a, like to backup role or something like that, mm. essentially. But he wasn't like, he was still got paid probably more than he was at the MLS at the time. He made the decision. Because uh, the MLS was way smaller, give that eight, seven, eight years ago, uh, whatever it was. So, uh, credit to him for making that decision. He's worked out for him. He stayed with the. Yeah, he's been our backup forever, and and every time, and he does a job every time the starter gets injured. He's he plays a lot actually. So, I don't know what else. If there's anything else you want to talk about with FIFA, I mean, we got no uh, content.
1: I don't know. There's not really a lot going on at the moment. There's there's no current promo. There's no. Uh, esports tournaments we're hosting our tournament we've been over that um looking forward to that as well but yeah other than that i don't think there is a lot to talk about at the moment no i mean
0: even there's oh uh, we were going to do obviously the formation talk this week as well um but i wanted joey to be on that as well uh because he has some thoughts so we're going to save questions and and and, like big gameplay topics like that for the three of us being on here um so i didn't want to fill it with all that this time Plus, like um, we said, it's a later night for Felix, so I credit to him for even staying up till what 1 a.m. Now it's about to hit 1 a.m. There.
1: Yeah, I just hope it didn't wake anyone up. Um, to be honest.
0: <laughs> so I think that's that's good. That's good for today. It's a short one, but we wanted to really advertise tournaments. So we do hope you come if you are hearing this and, and come check it out. Like I said, 3 p.m. Probably till what 3 p.m. UK. Probably. What do you, What do you think it'll end roughly? Speaking. We're gonna. It's not gonna be like an EA tournament where it takes
1: for like two days, but. If it's EA, hold on, we've got round of 16, quarters, semis, finals. So if you win the whole thing, you're playing four games. Well, that's four sets, eight games, right? Eight, eight, eight games, eight, four matches. If that
0: was EA, that would be six hours at least. Because they obviously do stuff in between, they break down gameplay, they, they have to set up stuff because it's a what? lantern. Oh, you're talking event?
1: I was thinking qualifier because I remember uh, my first qualifier, we got five rounds done in nine hours. It was awful.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's because they like make you play exactly at the same time, so they make you wait and stuff like that. Obviously, yeah. we're gonna we're not going to start the next round until the first round's done, because that's just going to get too confusing, I think, especially for a small run tournament. We have some mods yeah, yeah, out, that, which is really awesome. Um, report scores and edit the uh, brackets, but we're a small tournament, so we're going to make sure the round finishes, then move on to the next one, so we make sure everyone's playing the right person.
1: Yeah, it, it should be alright. I think there's not too many people involved, which makes it a lot easier. To, you know, to keep on top, basically, I
0: think it's gonna be alright. Yeah, should be good. So hopefully it goes well. Um, and then maybe if it gets, keeps picking up traction, we can actually get sponsors and and make it a paid tournament. And maybe we'll keep it the attacking style, but like maybe it'll be. I, we'll see how it goes because I think a lot of people are gonna have fun, which is awesome. But at the same time, it's like you want them. It's pro pl- relatively good pro players essentially, not pro, but yeah. right there. Um, so you want them competing at their best, and obviously with money on the line, we can have that so maybe we can get some sponsors maybe it does well and then we'll keep doing it and like we said joey and i are both na so it wouldn't be very hard for us to commit to an na tournament um obviously i wouldn't play but maybe joey even wants to play he's he's been verified he's he's up there um he just have to figure out which team he used (laughs) he (laughs)
1: uses 11 of them i was gonna say he's he's struggling with the team as it is (laughs) yeah
0: but yeah, we do hope yeah, we hope,
1: hope we hope this works out well and we can do this more often in the future would be cool.
0: Yeah, so I hope you guys did enjoy this podcast and hope you guys do enjoy the tournament on Saturday. Even if you can only stop by for a little bit, stop by say hi hey, to you heard on the podcast if you did. Um and yeah, without further ado, we'll see you next time. See you. Joe.
1: Oh,